Cheers, everybody, and welcome to the Driver Recruiting Happy Hour podcast. My name is Darren Williams. I'm the president of CDLjobs.com. With me, as always, is my co-host, the president of 104 Recruiting, and a man who spends a lot of time online raging about the fact that children are not named Virgil anymore, Matt Beach. Beach, why does that upset you so much? It doesn't upset me that much, but do people like when when a baby's a, a boy is born, do parents really go, let's name this kid Craig? I mean, how no, many why not um, Virgil? I mean, you're the one that rants about it. Why not Virgil? Well, t- true, but I mean, still, I mean, I, I'm again sorry not to offend anybody whose name is Craig, but did you, I mean, as at what point did your parents go, let's name this kid Craig? I'm just feeling this kid right here is a Craiger. You Let's think Craig is a more unique name than Virgil? No, it's just, again, it's just one of those names that you just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who's, who, do you know any Virgils? No. Uh, I've heard, no, 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 I don't. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't have a Virgil in my Rolodex. I don't. I don't think there's anybody under the age of 45 named Virgil. They don't exist. Buford. I, Buford, look, Buford, Buford. When did you Buford get this? Justice. When, when did you get this? So I've got, I've got. When did you, when did you get it? And where did I you got get it? Like last week. I ordered it two months ago. So I'm a trendsetter. You are a trendsetter. I've always known that. But that it's like you got that. That's the that's the part of the movie where he's looking at him, and then I've got the one where he's, it's like a. I like it. It's completely yeah. different. It's like the same different types of scenes. I love it. Kind of ties into the old trucking thing a little bit. It's a it's a, it's a uh, conversation piece. It does. It does. What about names that can be for a boy or a girl? What do you think of that? Before I tell you who our guest is, like Tracy. Is Tracy more? Tracy's more of a girl's name, and that's that's my sister. Tracy name. Morgan. Yeah, and that's my sister's name. And. Sister, or he could have had a sister named Tracy and a brother named Tracy. Brother named Tracy. You are right. from Society Daisy, Tennessee. I am. I am. And a lot of people. Your brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. And I was um, I was in um, Orlando recently and um, this old couple, I was talking to them because, you know, I'm just got to, I got to talk to you. I can't just sit next to you and not talk to you. And so oh, and, and to the point to where like, all right, this guy's awkward. Right. And so I'm talking to this old couple. And uh, I'm saying, oh, I knew we used to live down in Jackson and all this, you know, so they're talking and they're like, where are you from, honey? And I'm like, well, I'm from Saudi. Now, wait a minute. That's that's <laughs> Ruby. Well, I, that with the smokers. Well, if you go back, yeah, exactly. Still Ruby's. Still, I mean, I, every every old person I think of has the Ruby voice, right? Oh, right. Yeah. And so get on the front porch, just shuck some corn, honey. I, and so. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there and I, t- I say something and I hear this guy on this train go ain't from Saudi ain't nobody I'm like what the heck and sure yeah. enough there's this guy that he teaches there and lives somewhere else but we it was just it's a you know Disney it was a small world you know so uh, uh, they should use that in their marketing <laughs> hey speaking of marketing and names uh, that could be for a boy or a girl and shucking corn. You kind of hit the whole jackpot here. We got an Iowa person, which, you know, go Hawks, go Hawks. I haven't figured out how to point to things behind me. We have the chief people officer. Have you ever been a chief people officer, Beach? No, we call that CPO. You CPO. have not. The CPO at Hirschback Motor Lines, Jesse Burnett. Jesse, 
Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, don't say that yet. I know, I know. So let's go great. Hawks, yes, for sure. So both Hawks, you have a daughter going to the University of Iowa this fall? Oh, I do, I do. I'm so excited. I love going to the football games. We love tailgating. And uh, yeah, she's she's super excited. So we're, we're pumped. We will have to connect. I tailgate right outside the northwest corner of Kinnick. Oh, it'll be good times. I'll be there. You so let me know what your spot is. We'll have to, I will, we'll hook up on that. Um, what's, what's been going on? Haven't seen you since uh, Nashville. Right. I, you know, just, you know, same old, same old trucking keeps going, never stops. Uh, I do have a question for Beach though. So speaking oh of the boy girl name, yep. so Jesse being a boy girl name, yep. um, do you think my name is Jesse or do you think my real name is Jessica? It's Jesse. I would say right. Jessica. Beach, you're right. Yeah. One of the few times you're actually right. So good job. He's uh, that's, that's a thousand on, on trivia questions on the yeah. podcast. I'm not bad on trivia. I'm actually pretty good. good. And Jesse, if I'm not mistaken, you were the second guest in a row who is planning a wedding. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. My, my wedding is in nine days from today. So we're, we're pretty excited. Such so a you already have a young, young man. Yeah. And he's such a handsome young man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a handsome man. I met him in Nashville. You did. Yeah. 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 Mighty fine boy. Mighty fine. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Well, I was going to offer, so our last guest, Kennedy Ruley from Melton, you know, Kennedy, she yeah. was, uh, she's getting married in November and Beach is an ordained minister of Sun Young Moon Church of Nature or oh, something. Nailed it. And so we were going to try to uh, have him be the officiant. So if anything happens in the next nine days, um, let us know. We'll be there. Um, okay. I'm his manager. All right, perfect. I'll uh, I'll cue it up and make sure just in case my um, my man falls through. Actually, the president of Hirschback is actually ordained as well, and he is going to marry us. So nice. our Brad. wedding is out in Colorado, so we'll be flying out there, going out there next week. And uh, what part of Colorado? In Winter Park. Oh, nice. Yeah, Fantastic. So Brad is a Renaissance man. Holy cow! This is Brad flies planes, right? He's a, he's his own. He's a pilot. He does have his, I think he, he doesn't quite fly anymore. We have, I think he's got people who fly him, but yeah, he can okay. fly. He, he used has to be a pilot. Before. Yep. As people that fly. A minister and he owns Hirschback Motorlines. That's. Yeah. Well, actually Brad um, is not marrying us. It's Dan Wallace who's going to marry us. So. Oh, well, that was a big story about Brad for no reason at all. <laughs> but they're both, they're both pretty cool. If he's listening, <laughs> Brad, congratulations. That's uh, <laughs> overwhelming. Brad's not listening. You never know. <laughs> I'd give anything, but Brad's head just slowly popped up over there behind Jesse and was like, I'm here. His office is like right there. Oh, so I shouldn't have said it that loud. Well, <laughs> I know Brad from a long, 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 long time okay. ago. Yeah. Long time ago. Mike Gross. Uh, boy, a lot of, lot, of, lot of names have changed there since I was there last. As a matter of fact, the whole office has changed. As we were talking to a little bit ago, it was in South Sioux City, Nebraska. That's been a couple of years ago. Um, I think back when I started, it was like 2011, maybe 2010. Uh, when I first started at Hirschback, they were still in South Sioux City. And as I was going in kind of for my interview slash first day, first week, the entire office was like moving. They're packing up and moving to Dubuque, Iowa. 
So I'm like, what in the hell am I doing? I'm starting a new job, <laughs> everyone's leaving. And so they kind of left the recruiting team in South Sioux and everything else kind of moved over to Dubuque area. And so our corporate office is in Dubuque and recruiting, it was pretty small at the time. As you can imagine, only you know 300 to 400 trucks at the time. We didn't need a huge recruiting team or a lot of staff. And I think there was only three of us kind of holding the fort down and we've grown since then and grown the company and the recruiting team. And they have since moved that office to downtown Sioux City as well, Correct. right? Yes. Great building, like painted like your trailers. Have you seen right? it? Yeah, the I entire thing. Graffiti, yeah. the entire outdoor of the whole building. Yeah, it's, it's actually really inside. cool. Oh, yeah. I got to check it out. Yeah, you got to get out. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, if you ever find yourself in Sioux City, I can, if yes, you're ever on your way to nowhere, if you're ever on your way to nowhere, stop by Sioux City. I gotta look it up. So Jesse, tell us what a chief people officer does. CPO. CPO. Yeah, you know, C3PO, CPO. Um, really, we just focus on working with all of the people in the organization. We've got a lot of amazing people. And again, going from, you know, a couple hundred people to a couple thousand people. Uh, we have, you know, eight different locations across the country from, we've got a yard in Nashville, we've got one in Idaho, there's one in Texas, Oklahoma, you know, so we're all over the place now. And so just making sure that everyone has that same message, that same culture, that same feel, really a lot of training, a lot of uh, working with people and making sure um, we've got the right people in the right places, including drivers, a lot of drivers in the world. It's, it's, it's pretty fascinating how much Hirschback has grown in a very tough market over the last 10 years. I mean, it really is. Yeah, the last year, last probably two years have been a little bit more tough. You know, when you're going from 300 trucks to 500 trucks to 800, um, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a climb. But recently, you know, going to 2000 trucks and then now with JCT about 3000 trucks, uh, that that's quite the jump and keeping all of those trucks filled and all of those people happy and working and, you know, freight and miles. I mean, it, it's been quite, uh, quite fun. I'll say that. Quite a challenge. That's you. <laughs> uh, so I have a, I have a weird question and uh, uh, yeah, I know. Get ready, Ryan. And it's, it's not that bad. It's not actually a pretty good question. How, do y'all use Lyft or Uber? Um, it depends on where we're at. So to be honest, here in Good Dubuque, answer. and if you're going to East Dubuque, one of the, the services won't take you over the bridge. So you're limited on which way you can use. They have to stay in Iowa. So both in Sioux City and in Dubuque, we're in tri-state areas. And so here we've got Wisconsin, Illinois, and Iowa. Well, one of them will not go over the bridge. So if you're staying in Iowa, you're okay. Use option A. If you want to go across the bridge to either direction, you have to use the other one. Have you ever ubered to east dubuque earlier than 1 a.m usually it's you know reverse because east dubuque yeah, stays open later. there's no good reason to go to east dubuque unless it's <laughs> two o'clock in the morning and you need exactly. a foot-long you know chili dog from mulgrews you've been here you know this I, i'm an hour south of you i know foot-long chili dogs at mulgrews beach i'm right? telling you they're life-changing so here's here's another part of that though question how many of your drivers do you think also drive an Uber or Lyft? You mean do for both? Yeah. Or either one. Either one. They, they when they get done driving, they also like, hey, I'm oh, on the you're, weekend. Uh, you're talking like, about how many Hirschback truck drivers drive Uber? Possibly. Yeah. How many? 
Hopefully Zero. they're not using their truck to drive. So that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We're taking 250 people to East Dubuque. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, you know, I, I really don't think there's many of them because most of our drivers are over the road. So they're either, you know, out for three weeks at a time. We've got a group of drivers who are probably out for five to six days at a time. And I don't think they want to continue driving on their days off. Um, so for our core fleet, probably not a whole lot. We've got some local guys though, too. I so again, for an option. I'm that, I'm that awkward guy that's always going, I'm going to talk to you. Whether you're Uber, or you're some old yes. lady sitting next to you, I'm going to find out more about who is this person that I'm in close connection somewhere in this vicinity with. I'm going to talk to you. Every, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time when I talk to an Uber or Lyft driver, they have a Class A license. Are they and actively driving? driving? And if not, Beach, you need yes. to get some hard. I was at, like, yeah, it was in Orlando and asking them just, you know, hey, man, um, you know, what do you do besides just Uber? Oh, yeah, you know, I, I drive truck on the, on you know, through the week. I'm home on the weekends. I just want to make a little few extra bucks here and there. And so I come out and turn on the Uber uh, button or whatever and go pick people up around the airport. It's good money. And I was like, and I guarantee you, guarantee, I, I put money on it, just about every driver, every Uber driver that you encounter, I guarantee they have a class A. I just they find that. Records. Hopefully. I would have guessed the opposite. No, no. And I will, well, yeah, I would too, but it's the same. Not man. very it's smart man. It's interesting that a lot of them hold a class A license. I was in three different Ubers and all three of them were a class A driver. This could be a new recruiting experiment. I send my recruiters just in Ubers to ride around and see how many drivers they can hire. Could be a new thing. Back and forth to East Dubuque. Exactly. How many of those are in that area? One or two, three or four. I don't know how big Dubuque is. I have no idea. How many hot dog places? Sure. That and Uber drivers. <laughs> Uh, there's probably quite a few Uber drivers, taxi drivers. I mean, there's we still have taxi services here too. Um, but yeah, there's there's quite a few. Next time you're in an Uber Lyft, just ask that question if you feel safe enough to ask it. Going, All right. you do besides Uber Lyft, you would be shocked to find out. I guarantee the majority of them, I'm a, I hold a Class A license. All right. Jesse, where did you grow up? Where's home? Home. Home is is Iowa. I grew up in Iowa. Um, actually, well, I grew up part of my childhood, young adulthood in uh, Oklahoma out by Tulsa. And then I moved to Iowa when I was about 14, 15, right, right in that range. And uh, all my schooling, high school, everything was right here in Iowa. I'm an Iowa On girl. On the east side or the west side? Dubuque, and detasseling. Dubuque or Sioux City? Sioux City. Sioux City. My, uh, my wife grew up in Bernard, Iowa, which is 12 miles south of Dubuque, ah. a very, very small town. Yeah, I've never heard of that one, Bernard. They have a guy that has a recipe box to keep their population. But how you many die, you go to the back, and you move in, you get a new box. <laughs> like, how many cities are actually in Iowa? How many what? City? Uh, cities. Is there a, 99 counties. There can't be that many. There's 99 counties. And assuming there's at least 10 cities in every county, I bet we have 1,000. Yeah, I agree. Beach, have you ever been to Iowa? I have. Walcott? Um, uh, I went pheasant hunting on the outskirts of um, Walcott, and I can't remember the actual city it was. It was a long time ago. And this lady that, um, this place we were staying at, this guy's grandmother, great-grandmother, was fixing us breakfast. And he was like, man, you're going to love this breakfast. It's awesome. 
And he goes, this is an Iowa, it's a traditional, you'll love it. And so I get in there and she's like, hey, we're going to have dumplings for breakfast. And I'm like, right. you know, I'm thinking, okay, chicken and dumplings, you know, this is great. Awesome. No, it was a wad of dough this big around. And she sits it in the bowl and then continues to pour grease on top of it. And my buddy is just sitting there in his, in his, you know, his, in his, you know, coveralls. And I'm just looking at it like, you're going to eat it. And I'm just like, I'm not, I, I can't. I'm fixing to go hunting with all these clothes. <laughs> no, I'm not about to do this. I took a bite and it was all I could do to hold back gagging. And I was just like, mm -hmm. I have never heard of that. Who never heard friend? of it. I certainly and never had it for breakfast. Feeding you? He, I don't know what it was. It was disgusting. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you didn't like that?" Like, no, man, I didn't like that. It was awful. What did you think? Was, oh man, she loves that. I go, "Well, why didn't you?" And he goes, oh, "That tastes like shit." I'm like, <laughs> "Were you like on candid camera or something?" I mean, that's I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she had like I a never whole, heard like a like a it was like a pan full of of just this, this dough balls. Are you sure he was your friend? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have never heard of that. Um, no. Certainly never had it for breakfast, and I have been alive for a long time in Iowa. No, dude, As a matter of fact, you're in Iowa. I just, I, I just assume that everyone in Iowa pheasant. I don't know anybody who eats dumplings for breakfast. Do you no. pheasant hunt? I have. I, I did. I haven't pheasant hunted in years. Don't have time. Jesse, what about you? Oh, uh, that's a no negative. We'd rather go to football games. Well, it sounds like fun. You know, hot dogs, and you go to football games and you hang around the Dubuque and you party all the time. I mean, that's what I got from this, from this podcast. But not just hot dogs. These are foot long chili dogs. And technically they're in Illinois. They are in Illinois, but there's Paul's, which is in Dubuque. Have you been to Paul's? I love Paul's tap. Best cheeseburger in America. It's like three. What does it make it so good? Is it a smash burger? Because they have they have this machine oh, that cooks, I think, one hamburger at a time. No. And it's been there since 1930-something. Okay, I'm back in. I'm telling you what, this burger is fantastic. So there's a place in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, that makes smash burgers. And if I'm, I hope it's Hopkinsville. People are going to get mad at me if it's not. And this grease, this grease that they use to marinate the burgers on is, not, is like highly sought after by chefs throughout the world because they want a jug of it because he's just been using and regurgitating the same grease for like 1930s it's just got all this flavor in it mm -hmm. i think that might be the secret to paul's it could be burgers the delicious but you would love this place beach because there are dead animal heads taking up every square inch of space on the walls Watching you eat this delicious above the bar on the sides everywhere you go. Below there you. Are, yes, in everything. the bar. Oh yeah. yeah, it's wacky. Probably seats what Jesse fifty people maybe. Yeah, I but I think it's like a local hangout. It's also I know like the you know younger crew. Um, my son goes to college over here in Dubuque too, and I know the the kids from college go there all the time for the burgers. Again, they're cheap. They're like three bucks, maybe three three twenty five. I think for a cheeseburger, and they are so good. They really are. So besides trucking, Jesse, what do you do for fun? Oh, you know, um, really just trucking is kind of the main thing. Oh, like, you know, you get sucked oh, into trucking. Oh, come on. When I'm not doing I, I trucking, know what you're talking about. You get you know, on the weekends. It's like, yes, yes. How, what's my numbers look like? What is the we one? Go boating, we go hanging out with the kids and the family. Really, it's just all about the family. Good deal. Boating. 
you have your own boat you have the ski behind or the surf behind boat what kind of boat or pontoon I do. yeah we have a ski surf behind a surf boat which for whatever reason i've seen it did you show me a picture you're showing that? somebody a picture and i saw it and I it also looks like a hirschback trailer it is yeah <laughs> it's orange white and black it's a hirschback boat yeah again so a, I, is my weekends too it's, like i'm it. a pontooner and if i tried to come across that wake it's over with on a pontoon Oh yeah, I'm so, a ski boat, the surf boat, much easier. No, I can't. I That's can't. What I have. I don't even want you. You have one, a pontoon. I have a cobalt. It's a ski boat. I'd love to see you do this. To do what? Do you get out there and you get on the wakeboard and you surf? I haven't done it in years, but I I can. This could be a fun episode. This would be now. That would be something I would watch over and over again. Now, here's the thing, though. Back in the day, I was a I was a slalom. I can't say it. Someone help me with that. Single slalom. Perfect. There you go. Thank you. Um, skier champion. Do you know this? Wow. How that's did we not, know this? That's not true. That's not true. We but don't get I, the shiny daisy daily. Yeah. But you had to wear. I don't know what it was, but anytime I was going out and going skiing, whether it be water, you know regular two skis, one ski, I had to wear jorts. I don't know what it is about jorts, cut off jean shorts. Well, I thought you said Jordans, like you're wearing Air Jordan tennis no, shoes. That's Jordan. what I thought I said too. Yes, jorts. Okay. Jorts. Okay. Got to have the cut off jorts with the with the fray, and you had that had that part. And I don't know what it was, but when I had those jorts on, you're unstoppable. Unstoppable. I mean, I can see this being a thing now. I think we go on Darren's Cobalt. You wear your whatever you call them. Jorts. You can I, ski. I, 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 what do you just call them? Cut off jean shorts in Iowa? They're jorts. I've never heard that term before ever in my life. Really? I have. Seriously. But here's the deal. Oh my I, boat, I boat on oh. the same lake. I've been on the same lake for 20 years. And I don't necessarily want everybody to see me pulling beach around in jorts uh, behind my boat. <laughs> We'd have to do it on an off day or like a Tuesday or something. Can you can imagine the amount of you imagine the amount of gas power that you'd have to push that boat on just to get me up. <laughs> it would be like a wall of water over my head and be holding my breath for at least two minutes when I come out. We water. could we'll, we'll I'll come out the water like this. I don't think you can hold on for two, two minutes. You can do it on the Mississippi. You, you can go with the with the channel and you'll be fine. We'll get you a foot long hot dog. <laughs> Paul's burger for later on. I'd have to add and some, some Advil. Lots of Advil. What's the, there's a really great brewery down on the corner from Paul's now, too. What's that? Gosh, there's so many of them now. I mean, there's right Dimension the Brewing. There's Seven Hills Brewing. There's Back Pocket Brewing. There's quite a few of them in town now. The Big's got it going on. They've done a lot of really cool stuff in the last uh, couple of years. They have. A lot of food, a lot of good drinks, a lot of good food places. So. And I just, I just did the math. You're getting married on my 55th birthday. Really? So there's no excuses for ever missing my birthday again. Happy birthday. I thought you were older than that. Okay. I mean, I might be a little bit occupied, you know, this coming birthday, but I'll tell you happy uh -huh. birthday after that. You got so. Nine shopping days, right? There you go. Yeah. Uh, what would you have else to do? Being 55, what would you want for your birthday? What is something you need? Well, I don't need anything. You know what I'm doing? What? I opened up my mouth last year to my kids and who were making fun of me for being old and out of shape and mm -hmm. which is fair i am old and out of shape and i told them that i would do a 5k 
once a month at 55. So I've been training for the last couple of months and I have a 5k in two days. That's amazing. And I will do one every month for the next 12 months. Now, is this in your neighborhood, your 5k or you, did you just create your own 5k? No, these are competitive. I mean, I'm not competitive, but they are <laughs> 5k races. I'm not just running around the block 70 times. <laughs> so they have 5Ks throughout all of Iowa winter where you're from? Uh, no, that's going to be a little bit of a challenge, yeah. but we spend January, February, and part of March, or excuse me, February, March, and part of April in Arizona. Oh. So I'll be able to do those. And I've been amazed at how they have these virtual 5Ks. Huh. So you get on a treadmill online and run a 5K with people from all over the world. So have you, I'm assuming that will be that done in the winter. But I look at this. This is it. my first one. My virtual, I'm doing a virtual 5K right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be onto something there, Beach. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, my first one is Saturday. So, no, I've never done one. And well, I've, congrats. Uh, That's huge. I'm That's awesome. scared to do so, Well, if I live through what, it, we'll get this thing published. And what are you, yeah. what, what are you wearing for this 5K? So, Please George. No, no, well, George would be wonderful, but please tell me it's one in an Iowa football helmet. Is it There's like the, is it like the the running tight? What do you call those bikers? Short tight uh, uh, unitard. Are you wearing that <laughs> singlet? No, I am not. Please, I am. Uh, please do. Pair of gym shorts and a, and a I, will, I, will, I will buy you one now. Now, hey, <laughs> hey, write this down for Darren. Get him one of them little tight. A medium, yeah. Medium. Medium. <laughs> I'm not sure they make double extra medium running singlets. Leotards. Oh, Those are typically for skinnier people. Oh, that's too funny. I'm not really going for speed. I'm more of a just uh, you know getting it done type of deal. Accomplishing a 5K is going to be that's awesome. I'm that I would love that. So congratulations to you. But thank you. It's uh, I'm scared to death. We'll see how it goes. You'll be great. You got to do a live video of it, though. I'm I'm just gonna try to breathe. I mean, I would stay literally if you did a live. I would stay with you the full two or three hours. It's gonna take you to do that. I'd stay with it and watch it. In the two or three hours. It's a five k, not a marathon. <laughs> if it takes me two hours, it'll involve a trip to the hospital. It would me. At one point, I'm, I would. I, I used to play soccer. That was my sport. Played it, for which is incredibly high intense. 26 years rant and then now if i go out and run my knees are like we done no go back inside it's been a two-month process to get back in i haven't ran in since high school man i mean and back then i just did it to cut weight i mean jesse do you run no 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 not unless i'm being chased by something but no maybe a big spider or like you know a dog i don't know so did you ever go down? Did y'all ever have a basement? And when you went down the basement in the lights, we live in Iowa. Everybody has basements. So you went down the basement, the lights are turned off. You turn the lights off. Do you run up the stairs? Like I ain't standing in the dark basement. Do you just completely start taking off as fast as you can? Was that normal? No. Do you do that? Yeah. Hell, I still do it. <laughs> yes. There's no way I'm not. Exactly. I'm going to go down and grab whatever it is in the basement and the light comes up. I'm jetting up that thing. There's no way. Mine's a Mine's a <laughs> I could be the only guy down there for three hours watching a game. I know there's nothing down there, but me, 
And I still, I got to get out of there. When that yeah. light goes off, no, nah, I don't like it. I mean, I have a little dog, right? He's four pounds. He's like this big. His name's Cujo. And so he protects me from anything. <laughs> so we're okay. A Yorkie? A Morkie. Morkie. What's a Morkie? He's a Maltese and a Yorkie. Squish. He's only four pounds. Wow. He's four pounds. I would. I, I have to. I want to see this dog. Number two, we had a dog like that, and it was a Yorkie, and he was fourteen pounds of pure muscle. He was only supposed to be four pounds. Obviously, Jesse's never listened to the show. Yeah, she hasn't. Oh. Yeah, you need you need to go back. I'm not going to tell the story of Samson. That was his name. Do you think that happened to Samson? Because if it did, I cannot listen to it. I can't. No, no, no. He was just a beast. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let him tell that on the podcast. Yeah, he was a beast. What, what was that when we did? Uh, we had Rob on the show. Yeah. Rob Hatchet. Yeah. Listen to the Rob Hatchet. It's okay. Yeah. He was just pure fascinating. Muscle. Just mean and pure muscle. Hey, mine, mine's muscle. not mean though. His name is mean, but he's he's like, he'll just look you to death. Have you ever watched Cujo? Well, I've never watched it, but I know about the, of the movie and he's named after that. You know, it's like, you know, you watch big it. scary dog, little four pounds. It's fine. Yeah. Go watch we have Yorkies and for years and years and years, I tried to find them those studded collars, you know, <laughs> like the big pit bulls. Wear. <laughs> they don't make them in a extra small. No, never seen them. I love it. You could wear one for your 5K. Jorts and a studded collar. And a leotard. And the unitard. That's, that's <laughs> we. I can hear people turning this off right now. <laughs> you just imagine if people are counseling. Honey, come to the window and look at what I'm seeing out here. <laughs> you have a fan crowd coming out to watch you run. I don't think so. <laughs> I'd get my lawn chair out, and, and if you were running a circle, I'd sit out there and wait on. <laughs> it's not a circle. It's a well. I mean, it's a circle, but it's a five or three mile jaunt through this town what town is it mount vernon iowa what day is it saturday don't show up jesse you've got wedding plans probably a big bachelorette party this saturday no 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 we had that a few weeks ago like that 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 gets intense so we need to like separate the events so did you go to nashville like every other bachelorette in america (laughs) no no we thought about it it was on the list (laughs) where'd you go to uh, we went to Okoboji. Beach you. Oh, yeah. Here and you know. Okay. Fun stuff. What is Okoboji? The Disneyland of Iowa. It's an yeah. old, it's a it's a big lake. Yeah. But it's kind of old. They haven't really updated the town in what, I don't know, 40 years. So it's kind of, I mean, it's charming, right? But in a fun kind of way. Yeah, big huge big party boat. barge boats and lots of bars to choose from. Good restaurants, good food, good people. Now, what's, good your, what's your go-to drink, Jesse? Uh, Tito's vodka. Straight? I mean, I can mix it with cranberry or Sprite or, you know, 7-Up. Straight. But it has uh-huh. to be Tito's. Yes. We haven't drank on the show in a while for a happy hour podcast. Well, I'm in the office, so I can't drink right now, but maybe well, next We time. can. No, yeah. but... <laughs> And we don't ever tell anybody what time we're doing this. For all they know, it's oh, yeah. six o'clock at night. That's true. <laughs> now the people on the glass office here might notice. <laughs> yeah, the one day when you sent me the message, I thought we're doing the podcast on Saturday. I think that was actually the weekend for the bachelorette party. And I was like, I don't think that's going to work for me, guys. Yeah, yeah you give us Overall, way too much credit. Were, think we do this on I a felt, that was the one time I felt like I am actually on point. 
neither <laughs> nor Jesse knowing the heck they're talking about. I have no idea what their counter is going on. I'm the professional one in this whole group here. And I felt right, good for that, right. one, for that one email chain. And after that, it just was like, eh. Well, then I think I sent another date that was also a Saturday. Or, or you did. I, I messed did. it up worse. Yeah. Yeah. I took it back. I went from bad to worse. Beach, you said you had a trucking question for Jesse. Was it about the Uber drivers? It was about the Uber drivers. I mean, I just find that that was a trucking question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess it played in. I need a recruiting strategy. I'm sending recruiters to see Uber drivers and. Now I did ask you this question a while back, Jesse. How's your how's the truck driving training program going for y'all? Um, yeah, our truck driving training program. So we've launched it a couple different times uh, in my lovely tenure here at Hirschback. This time um, we've had it going now for about a year. It's actually really good, and so we work with some incredible people who are helping us uh, with the design, the content, the training, making sure that we're doing all the right things. Um, you know, when COVID first hit and truck drivers kind of held on to their jobs, it was a little bit challenging for us to hire drivers and trying to convince them to come in and travel on a bus or a plane or however we can get them here to start a new job. We said, well, and all the, the schools kind of shut down. So that's kind of why we started our own CDL school program. And so since then, it's it's been going pretty well. So we have targeted areas that we're hiring from, some really great people out there. And we feel like we're um, trying to help people get into the industry that may not have known about truck driving and the options that it offers. So, How's it, so you started this during COVID. So when the school shut down, you said we're going to do our own. We did. Yep. What was it a struggle getting people to commit to that? Um, we started pretty slow. I mean, it, there was a lot of people who were unemployed and losing their jobs and just trying to figure out what am I going to do now? How am I going to support my family now? And there's some people who didn't want to work and they were okay not working, but there's still a group of people who you know, wanted to get into this field. And so we were, we were that outlet for them. So it wasn't a huge amount. We kept uh, everything pretty, you know, constrained and, and low numbers of people in their classrooms um, just to make sure we didn't have any, you know, no COVID outbreaks or anything, but we wanted to make sure we provided that. And it, we knew down the road, these drivers would eventually become our part of our core fleet. I always find it would, I would love to know the actual data of the retention for an entry-level driver across across the nation. Just be able to have that data yeah. would be amazing. And to me, I think it would show that most of those that are entry-level driver, you got a better retention rate for that. And just because, and that's just from my perspective back when I was in recruiting um, for a large carrier. I'm just I don't understand what you're saying. You're saying so you would say that at Hirschback specifically, or at ABC Trucking specifically. Mm -hmm. An entry-level driver that you train is going to stay longer than the guy you got from DEF trucking. I totally think is that so. What you're saying? I, I would. I would think. Yeah. So. Uh, I, that I, makes sense. I would think because because it's that when you stop and you look at again um, experienced drivers as well, they they get those bumps right in, in CPMs. But for an entry-level driver, you're getting that student pay right, and there's a weekly pay for however long, and for let's say four weeks, then you get another bump in pay. Right. Usually last for, you know, four weeks and then for the next 60 to 90 days, you're at this level CPM. And then at um, after that, then you hit another. So you're getting a lot of, you know, a little bump, another bump, another bump, another bump. So they're seeing that pay increase as they go along. So it's like that moving up the ladder in a sense as a professional driver. And I think at that that 90 day sweet mark, right, is that to me is that where are they staying? Who's staying the longest at that 90 day mark? And I think a entry level driver is. 
I think I just would have to guess it's a better retention. It's just my opinion. Yeah. And I, I think you're onto something, Matt. We haven't done a whole lot of research just to make sure. We did research beforehand, right? Before we started the program saying, okay, we don't want to just train people up and be their starter company, have them move on. We want them for a long time. We want to be their career path. We want to help them get into the industry and stay with us um, and be their, their choice, right? Not just here's who I can get on, get on with. And so the initial research that we did and all the analysis we did, did say that. It said it, the drivers that we bring up on our own, we train them. There are people we continue to um, help develop them and make them better. They're going to stay with us longer. So we're still, again, it's still fairly new for us, you know, start off very small and very slow. And now we're ramping up the program. So I wouldn't be able to give you enough numbers or I don't have enough research right now oh, to, no, yeah. to validate yeah. that. But I think you're right though. I think you're onto something. Yeah. I've, I, again, you, 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 you made a point of the uh we don't we don't want them just to come on board just for us to help them get their class a right and get on the trainer truck and leave and that's what a lot of you call, you call them trainer carriers in the sense of the student goes to this large carrier they run for you know a certain amount of time once they get off the trainer truck now i've got my class a i feel comfortable i'm not really but and then i'm going to leave you guys for a local company over here but a lot of that is well what's your pay structure how's that flow look like are you doing tuition reimbursement right are you doing a bonus when they graduate from their finishing school or whatever the program is and so there's all those tons of little bumps and pay increases that those top entry-level drivers see and again i just i just think it'd be interesting across the board for everyone that's doing a entry-level driver training program what's that retention look like but then it goes to well if it's fantastic i don't really want to say anything because <laughs> i don't i don't want to tell anybody it's good it's like you i don't know there's enough of people out there in the industry i think that we can bring them all into trucking and help them all you know get their cdls yeah. and it's only going to help us all together so i i don't think there's anything wrong with it probably something to be said with like career progression too right i mean you can kind of see your progression down the road if you stay with the same carrier it makes a lot of sense That's something beach doesn't always do on here yeah. <laughs> a lot Jesse, we've kept you uh, away from, from your job long enough here, but uh, thank you very much uh, for spending a little time with us today. Best of luck in your upcoming weeks here. It's a big, uh, big time. So, so safe travels and I hope everything goes all right for that. Don't forget, Beach is an ordained minister if things go uh, south on you. I've got Anne Dale Beach, just in case. And uh, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate your time. And we'll Absolutely. see you soon for some Paul's Burgers and some uh, footlongs. Mulgrew's foot long chili dogs. There you go. Thank you very much. Be safe and keep on trucking. All Thank right. You. Have a good day. Have a good one.